Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this Thursday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is another day, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. And again, I'm laughing, I'm enjoying, and I'm living, and I'm loving, and I'm having a good damn time, and it's Thursday. Oh my God, can this week be over? I'm saying that because I'm working on Saturday, so I won't get to sleep, and I gotta go to church on Sunday, so it's just another long ass week and we are getting closer to december so it is definitely christmas christmas all over again but it's another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power for you to recognize that you can put your mind to anything and do it maybe you'll fail or maybe you'll succeed But you don't know if you're going to be good at something until you try it. Which leads me to the start of our conversation with yes, you can. Yes, you can decide you want to start a new gym membership. You want to switch the way you eat. You want to change your hair. Or you want to... Lord Jesus. And then, how are you going to not try different things or not say yes, you can or continuously say to yourself, I can't do this? How are you going to tell yourself? Oh, woe is me. I'm never going to do anything. No, you should be saying to yourself, I'm going on that cruise. I'm going on that trip. I'm buying those shoes. I'm getting that. I'm doing this. I'm getting those new earrings. I'm buying that new movie. I'm I'm tuning into this new streaming thing. I'm going to play that video game. Yes, I can. Learn that new language. I mean, it might take you a while to learn Mandarin, but you should at least try to see how fast you can transition into the language maybe you want to learn italian maybe you want to learn greek maybe you want to learn another language the moral of the story is yes you can following the yes you can is the what the never give up you can't give up halfway through on a story if you want to get to the happily ever after of it typically the good part of a story is not at the beginning of it and it's not even at the middle of it it's at the end of it once you've gotten through all the difficulty Life isn't always easy. Yesterday, I told you about the polycystic ovary thing, and that was not easy for me, but there's difficulty for everybody in different ways, and the way we get through it is by persevering through the uncomfortableness of it all and getting to the easiness of getting through something that's not easy. That takes time. That takes understanding, and that takes the ability to understand that everything's not just going to happen. Life doesn't move like that, and I don't know if we should want it to. So the moral of the story is don't give up on yourself and don't give up on anybody that you love. Stick through the difficulty and the darkness so you can get back to the light. Following the mantra of never give up is why not today? Because indecisiveness and procrastination isn't going to get you to your goal. It's just going to leave you questioning, 
why you're not at your goal. If you want to achieve something or you want to accomplish it, you got to attempt to achieve it and accomplish it. You can't wait 50 years to do something because then you're losing out on time. And that's the thing you can't buy with money. So if you want to accomplish something, if you want to complete something, you're going to have to do it. You're not going to be able to wait forever and you're going to have to stick to it, right? If the dishwasher is not working, you're going to have to find somebody to fix it. If the wall needs to be painted, you're going to have to go buy the paint and paint it. If you need new furniture, you're going to have to order it and then have somebody move it in. These are the things you're going to have to do. But you're not going to be able to complete anything if you don't get a head start. So you should be asking yourself, why don't I just do this today? I have the time. I have the availability. Why am I waiting for tomorrow? Don't continue to push everything on the back burner and assume you have time that you might not have. Get things done when you can get them done. That's the moral of the story. Moving on from the mantra of the day, let's get to the headlines of the day. First up, many on the right say one thing and then they mean another. <clears throat> Who is Nikki Haley talking to? Who's her target audience? Because we can all see what she's doing, right? Like, who's Christy, Chris Christie's fan base? <sighs> The messaging in the Republican Party is so stupid. And the voices in the Republican Party are not coming together. They're like clearly disconnected from each other. And Skip gets angry with me because I have all these questions and concerns about Fox News. And he says, if you don't have Fox News, what do you have? And it's like, Well, maybe I'd rather not have anything than be listening to something that doesn't make any cognitive sense to me and have some, I don't know, stability in what I'm listening to. Like, that's why I like Tucker Carlson so much. He is Tucker Carlson. He doesn't change his messaging. He is very firm on his beliefs, his talking points, and who he is. And he has been that way for a very long time. That's why I like listening to him. Dinesh D'Souza is another example. Dan Bongino, the same thing, man. They stick to the topics that they've talked about many times before, and that's their focal point. I just think that Republicans have to do a better job of fighting against the Democrats And they got to figure out this ballot harvesting. They have to figure out their power with the people that they're supposed to be representing. And they cannot say one thing and do another. Because they're going to be called the fuck out. Like Mitch McConnell clearly needs to go. A lot of these rhinos, we need to get the fuck, we need to get rid of them. What are we waiting for? Right? We need to be stronger with calling people out and telling them how it really is. Silence won't win debates. And the debates that we witnessed weren't really that good anyways. And, you know, all they're doing is talking crap about each other. I don't want to hear you talking about each other. How are you going to fix all the problems in the world, right? Because the United States of America is the forefront for a lot of things. And if we can't even handle things in the United States of America, how are we going to handle things with different countries? We're not. NATO's a joke. Uh, Europe's a joke. The UK is a joke. Canada is a joke. So what are we doing here? Understanding everything I just said. What are we doing here? Like, we seriously need to be asking ourselves that question. I don't know. Are you willing 
call them out? Are you willing to have the ability to investigate and do your own research and the ability not to pick favorites and the ability to have cognitive conversations? Are you willing to fight? Are you willing to have opinions that people aren't going to agree with? And are you willing to have a voice? I probably have people questioning me or who I'm aligned with because I, I, I constantly say things against Fox News and I talk about Ben Shapiro and I, and I say things that people probably don't like. I even brought up the point about how no run is really on the side of Israel anymore and some of the stuff they're doing is questionable. And that could really turn off a lot of people, right, especially when it comes to politics. But if you don't call out these things and ask these questions, what are you doing? Isn't that the point of journalism to get to the truth of the story? I want to know how these things happened. I want to know how they so easily swept into that country. I want to know why the Biden administration is telling Netanyahu to not pressure down further. And I want to know what the cohesion between Iran and the United States could possibly be. I want to know why we keep joining in on things in the East, why we have paid all that money to Ukraine, and what is going to be the outcome of all the stupidity. Just like the outcome of Afghanistan is that 13 young men and women are dead. That's the outcome of that. That is the outcome. There is no other outcome. There's no happy story. They ruined many lives for a fuck up. So are you going to be asking these questions with me or I'm just going to be here alone? It doesn't matter to me. I'm okay riding solo, but I need you to ride with me and I need you to be questioning what I'm saying along right beside me. Are they giving us all the the truth and everything that goes, coincides with these stories? Or are they just telling us what they want us to hear? Are you willing to call them out? All of them. Like if I was a reporter, I'd be sitting in the White House and every day I'd just ask Kriam Jari or whatever the fuck her name is. How do you stand up here and lie like this? Why are you sitting here telling us that Bidenomics is working, that the interest rates aren't high, that you can't answer questions and you want to give the questions to another department that's not going to answer them either, and that your president hasn't truly fucked over every American in the United States? Why are you pretending like the border isn't an actual problem, and why are you hiding behind lies? All of you motherfuckers are hiding. You don't want to admit reality and you don't want to face up to what you've done. So you don't answer questions and you hide behind some superficial bullshit because you don't want to be called out for what the fuck you are. A fraud. A grifter fucking fraud. You're all frauds. You're liars. You're hypocritical lunatics. And you won't face reality. You have broken this nation apart and you are not going to put it back together. Everything is fractured. You have to pick a side here. I'm fighting to the end for my freedom and your freedom too. I am not a prisoner. I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. And I will ride 
into the night and be on the side of Jesus Christ. Because that's the only side I want to be on. The side of light. Decide which side you're going to be on too. Greed is greed. And when AOC acts like she's not getting money from fundraisers for all of her things that she likes. And when all these other politicians don't act like they don't full fire alarms so they can make stupid decisions. And they don't act like they're not spending money they shouldn't have or they're not doing things they shouldn't have. And they continuously lie to our fucking faces over and over and over again. And they pretend like reality isn't real. We got to just laugh at them. Like, you got to be kidding me, man. How stupid do you think we are? We can see everything that you're doing. Like, Nancy Pelosi can't hide. Neither can Chuck Schumer. These motherfuckers are like 80-something years old. They have been taking money from the American people for centuries. Century fucking reese. And we need to call them out and got all of them fired. One by one. The work is not done. We're just starting. It's not going to be pretty. You can go around and call Marjorie Teller Green and Matt Gates and all these other people, all these ridiculous names. You can accuse people of things. You can say that people that are Trumpers or Trumpians or Trump supporters are Hitler followers. You can say whatever the fuck you want about me and everybody else that disagrees with Joe Biden and the shitty Democratic Party. But anyone with a brain in their mind understands that a handout isn't a handout. You're always going to pay one way or another. They understand that this government is not helping the people and they understand that the people will rise again because the government will fall. And the only thing that's going to outlast the government and the hypocrisy is Jesus Christ. That's it. That's fucking it. Greed is greed. There's no other way to say it. It's greed. And the more we just say that out loud and we look at all the money that they spend, all the money that they misuse, all the things that they said they were going to do that they never did, all the bullshit that they tell us day in and day out, and we actually look at the numbers, it's pretty evident. They are laundering money to themselves so they can live an enriched life because they don't have any skills to provide them with that type of salary in reality. AOC might have gone to a good college, but she was a fucking bartender. She wasn't making any money. She doesn't have any brains. She can't even talk. Have you heard her talk? Jamal Bowman is the same thing. They figured out a grift, and they're pretty good at that. But if you take the grift away from them, they don't have shit to show. You can bring an idiot to a college, but you can't make the college fix the idiot. There's that. Moving on from politics, thanks for tuning in to No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. The Democratic Party sucks, and the House Speaker is a horrible, wretched, wretched woman, and she will never get a job anywhere else, because what station is going to hire her? Just going to leave you with that. Maybe I shouldn't say that, because Red Witch got hired, but she does a really shitty job, and she's boring too. I don't know. The main part of the conversation, don't pay for shopping. Don't overpay for shopping, sorry. Like, 
my example of Black Friday and my my example of Michael Kors or whatever you were looking for, that's the time where you really want to do your main shopping for the year because that's the time of the year where everything's on sale. So if you need a watch, if you need a bag, if you need shoes, if you need new clothes, if you need a new coat, if you need something, you would do it during that time frame because that's when you're going to get the best deal on what you're looking for. Don't overpay for shopping. That's why there's Savers and Goodwill and all these stores. Like, going to the mall is for idiots, right? Like, I do all my shopping online, and I go on the clearance rack online, and I get shit for, like, 70% off, and that's how I shop. I shop on Amazon. I shop on Nordy Rack. I shop on Poshmark. I shop at Savers and Goodwill, and I do a variety of different shopping and I, and I give really great deals. You know why? Because I look for them, right? I'm going on websites you probably never heard on. I'm looking for my shit at 90% off. I don't want to overpay for things that aren't worth it. And I talk about shopping all the time. The reason I think the malls are dying because no one's in them and they're a ripoff. Honestly, you can't let shopping get the best of you. You can't. Like, I, first of all, I don't want to be irritated with idiotic people in front of me that don't know how to talk to each other anymore because we created an entire generation of dumb fucks in retail and i'm just over that yeah and i'm not paying 70 dollars for a fucking sweater i'm not like i said don't overpay for shopping find a way to underpay Get online, man. Get on Amazon and find these cheap-ass websites. Maybe even try Timu. And I know I'm saying that and you probably shouldn't go on there. But why are you spending all this money when you can spend less money? What's the best bookstore? Um, I only know one bookstore, Barnes & Noble. I guess you could also get books on Amazon. Honestly, I'd say Amazon over Barnes & Noble. But Barnes & Noble has Starbucks in it. So if you're going to go to a bookstore, I'd go to that one. There's also Amazon books, but that's not like a bookstore. Like, I feel like if you want like a brick and mortar bookstore, maybe if you live in a small town, they have like a no name one, just a regular bookstore. But if you're talking about like a like commercialized bookstore, I'd say Barnes and Noble for sure. I love books. A bookstore to me is like going to like a castle. I love books. I love mysteries. I love touching new books, looking at new books, seeing what's new, seeing what's old going through entire series of books. I love that. For me, it's like paradise. But that, those are the words from a reader. Throwing away things you don't need means you are getting rid of stuff that is, is taking up space that doesn't need to take up space anymore. I'm finding that I'm okay with getting rid of things that I'm not using. Like, getting rid of shoes that I don't wear. Like, getting rid of clothes that have just been sitting in a closet. Like, why do I have all these dresses that I don't wear? What do I have them for? Throw them in the garbage. Like, at any point, I can upgrade my wardrobe and switch on and switch out stuff and make new purchases. So I don't need to hold on to shit that I'm never going to wear. Why am I holding on to things forever? For what? Time, like, I'm okay with throwing things out every week, honestly. Are home offices still reliant? I think so, because I think a lot of people still work from home. Upgrading your couch. Now, I've said love sack, but there's probably other options outside of that. You could just go to like a thrift store like we do. 
But if you want a new, new couch, I'd say Love Sack. Uh, there's other websites, too. You have to research them. But there's so many comfy couches. You can find one anywhere, really. I kind of want a sectional, but I want a really decent couch. I really want to create the environment of, like, secret watching or, like, a watch party. I really want that, like, living room experience. But I think you should upgrade your couch once you notice that your couch is not in good shape. And you should probably upgrade it with something that feels comfortable. You don't want to be sitting on an uncomfortable couch because that's going to make watching everything miserable. Just saying. Moving on from the main part of conversation to watching things. Queen Charlotte. That's on Netflix, but I don't know if I would want to watch that. I haven't really watched The Crown either. Fair Play. Maybe I'll watch that. Falling for Christmas. That's a Netflix Christmas movie. Burt Kreischer's Secret Time. That's a comedy show that I'm definitely going to watch probably tonight or tomorrow. One Piece. That's new on Netflix. Locked In. That looks scary. Um, It's like this mystery about this family being like held up with these weird people. It looks very interesting. It's on Netflix and I'm definitely going to watch it. I added it to my list. Beckham Fly. That's a documentary on Beckham. Um, Nearly Normal Family. That looks like a horror movie. I haven't watched the um um I haven't watched anything on that yet, but it looks scary, so I'll probably end up watching it. Moving into food. Christmas glazed ham recipe. Now, Christmas is not a turkey holiday. That's something where you want filet mignon or you want ham or you want another option. But you could also do ham for Easter too. Um we'll probably do filet mignon. We kinda always do that. That's like our family thing that we do every year. But ham is good too. My family does ham or lasagna. Like we never do turkey on Christmas. That's like no. (laughs) I think that a Christmas glazed ham recipe sounds delicious. I'm assuming that the glaze, you're going to have to really take your time to get all the flavors correct with it. And you're going to want to make sure you marinate the ham as well. And you want to make sure that you get the glaze in every crevice that you can so that the ham soaks up all the juices and it has everything that it's supposed to have. You can find the recipe for that on Pinterest. I really think you're going to like that. Christmas punch. That's just a, a punch, like a fruit punch, but it's a Christmas variation of that. Maybe you're adding some liquor into that. Maybe you're adding some extra things into that. It's really whatever you want. Keto cheese sauce. Now, as far as keto cheese sauce goes, I'm not sure why they're saying it's keto, but maybe they figured out a way to make cheese sauce without it having a lot of calories. I saw the video for it, and I was kind of like, what the hell is going on? It was a mixture of mozzarella cheddar and um, two other cheeses, and it looked decent. I'm... Just if I was going to make like a cheese sauce, I'd mix a bunch of cheese cheeses together. Um, Really, you really you should do like a Gouda, mozzarella, Swiss, cheddar and maybe something else, uh, some pimento. You really want to get a lot of flavors in there, but you also want it to be thick and ooey gooey and squeezy. So you really got to make sure that you measure things out. You chop the cheese correctly and you also add in some heavy cream to that. Maybe 
the keto version doesn't have all those calories in it. See if you like it. Check it out on Pinterest. Creamy white bean chicken chili. That was a lot, right? So you're starting off with white beans, water, boil the beans down. Then you're going to add in some green peppers and you're going to add in some heavy cream and some sour cream and some cream cheese. And you're going to also fillet, add like season some chicken, put it in the oven, chop it into pieces, add it in the sauce. Then again, you're going to add in some more like, so you're going to add in some onions and some green peppers and you're going to add in um this is a white sauce so you're going to make sure you make sure that the chili is consistent and flavorful and it's got everything that it is if you've got that like stand mixer like you know like the mixer that you can put into the whatever you're doing and you can mix it while it's cooking. I have one of those. I got one of them a couple of years ago. It's very useful. I think you'll really like it. You want to make sure that you um, really make sure everything's eased off with the chili. The thing about chili is it has to have all those other flavors in it or it won't taste good. So you really want to make sure it has the spice, the heat, the, text, the texture, and the flavor. I really think that that'll be something that you'll really like. And it's, it's white beans, so I say, why not try it? Outside of that, which I want to make this weekend, sounds some fun. Cajun turkey soup. So I'm assuming for Cajun turkey soup, you'll want to get some Cajun seasonings. You'll want to get some chopped turkey if you've got any leftover. Maybe even use the bone from the turkey for the broth. You'll want to add in some Cajun seasonings or some Cajun veggies. And you'll want to make sure you really stir everything to get the texture and the flavors from the soup. It's definitely soup season, so I'm down for whatever soups are out. And I'm willing to try anything on the docket this season. So that's definitely going on the list for things that we're, me and Skip are going to make together. And I think we're going to like it. Anyways, my friends, that is the end of this Thursday pod of Born to Be a Star. And I will see you same place, same time tomorrow on Friday. Thank you for tuning in to this Thursday edition. And I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And if you're looking for something funny to watch, there's comedy on Netflix and Hulu too. There's so many things to watch, so many things to eat, so many things to do, so many fun hobbies to take place in. You can find your local bookstore. You can literally get involved in anything. You can even start your obsession with Christmas shopping and just get it all done online on Amazon. And you don't have to go anywhere. Whatever you're thinking about doing it, do it. Don't forget you're a star wherever you are. You are the light in the darkness. And the only way that I can see in the darkness is because you are the light. Don't forget your star power. I will see you same place, same time tomorrow. Together, we are not only going to change this world, but we're going to change the universe and the galaxy because we are the light. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.